What well, this week's parsha, as Shmuley told us, in the name of Roshini, that's parsha's Nayak. But first, I just want to mention that uh, part of the kiddush was sponsored by Avram in honor of his uh, grandfather's right side. What's your grandfather's name? There you have it. Shalom Shavn Aliyah. Okay. In this week's parsha, we read about uh, the Mabel and the story of Nayak. So the Torah tells us that after Noach left the Teva, he brought Karbonites. He said, and the Pasuk says, Hashem is Reach Nichach. Hashem smelled the Reach of the Karbonites. Hashem Hashem said to himself, I'll no longer be Mikal the Adama because of the person. He's no longer going to bring any Amabel to destroy the world just because people became corrupt. And then the Pasuk continues, and afterwards, a while later, it says, I'm going to make a bris with you, that we know is the bris was the bris of the, the keshes of the rainbow. The question is, why did he make, it seems like he didn't make the bris right away. Rashi says, that he only made the bris him when Noach was hesitant to, to have more children after the Mabel. Because he was nervous. Why should I have children if the world is going to be destroyed and they're going to get killed out? Why should I bother? It would seem that Noach was, uh, in today's jargon, we say Noach was probably clinically depressed, right? We know he got drunk right after. But the. the uh, <laughs> right. So, so, so the question why didn't Hashem make the bris right away? So. The, the bris itself, it's interesting, the, the Ramban says, just I'll be pashtas, what would be the bris of the keshas? Why, is, why Hashem says the rainbow is the bris? Right? The Pasuk says, my, my, my bow I placed in the clouds, and it will be a bris between me and the aretz, and when there will be clouds on the ground, then you'll see the keshas Generally, a, a rainbow you see is with fog, with mist. And if you see it higher above, it's because you're seeing it in places where there's mist. But the Ramban says, so what's the, what's the why would a keshes be an ice and Hashem is not going to destroy the world? So he says, first of all, uh, uh, we don't think in these terms, but uh, a, a keshes is a weapon. So we think of guns as a weapon. But a keshes is a weapon. When you know how with a rainbow, or a bow, how it works is the round side of the bow, uh, you put the arrow on the string, and you shoot the bow. So if you're holding the, the, wood, the part of the bow, the, the wooden part, facing your, someone else, so that's a sign of a, a weapon. If you turn it around, and you have the round side facing you, and the, and the spokes, the bottoms are facing out, so that's a sign of that you're not, you're not host, of a lack of hostility. So, it's the, uh, so the onan, the way it's shaped is from the shemayim, it comes down, touches the two things, touch the end, so that's a sign of, a, of, of peace, not of hostility. He says, I'll be pashtas. However, Rabban says, People, the, it, it's hard to say that Hashem created the keshes, the rainbow afterwards, because if, the rainbow is part of Teva. He says, they, if the Yavanim tell us that if you look in, uh, it's, called, it's called the spectrum of light, if you refract light through a prism, you will see the, the, the Roy G. Biv, right? The Ramban doesn't use these words. That's refracting, not fracking. Oh, no, down, right, right. Yes, no, we're banning fracking. So it's refracting. Right, so it's the refracting of light when you. But do you condemn white supremacy? But he said, but if you, 
if you also even look in water, you can see refracting of light if, the, if, you, if it glances off properly. So you see, that's Teva. So Hashem didn't create the rainbow as an ice. It was it existed before. And it's Meduik in the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Kashti nosati keshes. I placed on another clause before. It was already there before. It's only now Hashem is using it and saying, look, I will look at the keshes and it will remind me as a reason not to destroy the world, not to be angry. I mean, and that pacified Nayak. Clearly, and Noach was willing to go out of the Teva and start. So what's, what about the, the Akesha's pacified Noach that Hashem wouldn't destroy the world? That's the question. So we know that a person is a composite of a guf and a neshama. Hashem says in Brashas Barashas, we just read it last week, that a person, Eid Yalim in Aretz, that Hashem rose an Eid and Anon, a cloud from the ground. He mixed up the earth, he formed a person, and he blew a neshama into the person. Right? At that point... That's a person was a neshama, which is pure and holy, was placed into simple gashmis, into chaymer, into physical matter. And that's the pitfall of the neshama, is that it's connected with, uh, with gashmis, with, 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 with earth, with, with dirt. And that's, and that's what happened. <laughs> they became a person faced with nisyanis, and, and, and we failed. Adam, Rishan, and Chava, all of us, we failed under nisyanis. And therefore, a person was brought down again into the marble. The world itself had to be completely destroyed. The whole arts from which the person came was destroyed. So Nayach was scared to start again. But Hashem said, no, look, we're going to look at the Anan. We're going to look at the Keshas. When the, when the clouds come to the ground, what happens? The water comes to the ground, and the light gets refra- refra- refracted through the clouds, through the water. It means that even light, light, is this, light we know is also is a pure thing. White light is pure. It's like we, we know there's a physical component to light, but you see a light appears to be almost gashmi, almost ruchni. So even light, when light comes in contact with water, which is close to the ground, similar words in the psukim, the light itself also, you see, it's not so simple. The light gets refracted, and there's a bunch of different colors in the light. It's not straight, straight pure light. So when that happens, Hashem says, look, I see, I remember that a person also, even though there's a neshama, which is pure, came into contact with, with the earth. And, and that brings out difficulties of the person to be pure and impure. And the sinus, and nobody's perfect. And a person, therefore, it does have errors. And then we have to have patience. I can't destroy the world just because people do have errors. Because even light, also, when it becomes to contact with these things, you see that it's not simple. And it becomes broken out into many colors. And... and um, Multiple colors are representing it. That's that not simple. Wrong. Not, well, there's different colors. Some are good, some are bad, right? But it's, but it's, but in fact, it's not simple. It's not pure. It's complicated. Just like a person's, because because even when it comes into contact with these things, it loses some of its simplicity, and its purity. I'm not. But in fact, all those different colors do make up purity and light. So, because a person, on another means what, like you're saying, a person just because somebody does something wrong doesn't mean they can't be really special and really good. Just like light, pure light. You break it down. Sometimes there's a lot of different colors, and a lot of different components and aspects to it. But really, when you look at it as entirety, as a whole, it's still pure. It's still white. And that, and that, and that would be, and that would be like, see, right after what happens sometimes, right? Like for example, the priest says the Dara asylum, Some Dara's didn't need a keshas because they were old tzaddikim. I mean, it was, it was just pure white light, and you didn't see any of the impurities or the or the complications because they were just was totally pure and white. Like, uh, but and what happens actually? That's just following just just that. So as we follow through, the next story is when Nayak leaves the table, the first thing he does, from the Psukim, it seems he plants a vineyard and then he gets drunk. And, right. and we see the children, and we see these children, we see people do different things. Some people are tzaddikim, some people are not tzaddikim, some people are rishayim. 
but the world went, the world goes on, and that's that's even after the marble, and that's and that's the lesson for for, for Hashem. That's uh, that's what pacifying not to come out of the teva and to rebuild the world. But that's really for everybody. Every single person also has to understand that nobody's perfect. And the goal is Hashem is telling Noach, come out, you don't have to be perfect. You have to do your best. And I understand that even, even people that are great are not perfect. People that are great have complications to them. There's in there, you know, it's, it's not, some of it's your fault, some of it's not your fault. And that's, and that's something that we could take Chizik uh, going forward. But, okay, ciao.